Hey, 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 you are with Ren McQueen. She's a fucking vibe, and I really hope you're having an amazing day. So come on in, come on in, let's have a chat. I'm going to cover a few things today because why the fuck not, right? Um, I was just actually have spent my weekend with some really incredible woman. I'm very lucky, and we were in lots of discussions. But anyway, the one thing I pulled out of that weekend, because I really love spending time with people and finding that one golden nugget in my time with them. I love it. So I am in a house full of boys. So I have sons. A husband, my brother stays with us. Our dog is a male. Um, even our fucking canaries are boys. Like so, uh, there is no girl time in this house unless I leave and <laughs> go and have that girl time elsewhere. Which is fine. It is what it is. This is my life, and I love it. And I wouldn't change it. Would not change it for a second. The one thing I pulled out of it though was, <laughs> as a woman that is really well into this healing journey and like I said I am not finished by any means I am I'm not at the end and I don't know if you ever really find the end I think you just develop really unique amazing ways to cope with new shit coming into your life regularly right um the more into this healing process you get when you start really working on yourself the more you start to attract other people that are struggling right and this has been happening a lot. So these people come into your life and they, they're going through it and they come to you because they see something in you and they're, they're not sure what it is, but they sort of come to you because you're the one doing the work and they can see that growth and change in you and they want a piece of the action. They really, really do. So... What do you do in that scenario? I mean, you are in the middle of trying to sort your own life out. Yeah, you're in the middle of trying to get your own shit together. And then you've got people knocking your door down saying, help me, please. Right? And it does happen. It happens a lot. <laughs> so what do you do? The one thing I want you to say is, say to yourself is, what did I need? What did I need when I started this journey? For me, I needed a lot of time alone. But I also needed a lot of support from others that were either in the same journey or just had years and years of experience on me. Um, I needed support. As much as I needed to be alone and chill out and have me time, I also needed support. So even though you're sort of, even if you're just coming into this healing space and you're just starting to look at your shit, I really want you to stop and think when people come in and they are genuine, genuine about wanting to start the journey, be open, share it, you know, share anything you've learned. Because, you know, it's not about doing it for them, but it's handing them the tools. And if people come to you and they say, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Your, your mood's changed. You know, you're vibing better. Your vibe's high. Things are great for you. You just seem happier. What are you doing? And you let them know. You say, hey, I'm, I'm doing this and that. I'm working on myself. And you might have taken up meditation. You might have taken up just grounding, going to the beach, chilling out. Whatever it is that you've started, journaling, 
just listening to the podcast and stuff, um, share that. Just say, you know, I've been working on myself and I've been spending a lot of time with me. And if you're worried that people are going to be wasting your time, this is the moment when you discover whether they are or not. Right, this is the moment. If they're looking for the magic pill, they're going to be pretty upfront, And they're going to say, hey man, <clears throat> it can't be that simple. You know, what's the magic trick? You sort of say, this is it. It's a lot of hard work, all of that stuff. People will either invest the time in or not on themselves. What you've got to be really careful with is making sure that they are more invested in their healing than you are. Because when you start healing, it's a really exciting time and you want everyone else to experience too, you know? Like, I want to go out there and I want to sprinkle rainbows and glitter and shit on everybody and I want everyone's lives to be better and I want everyone to feel as amazing as I do. <laughs> and I do. I genuinely do. If I could sprinkle this shit on everybody, I would. And if it worked, you know? But people have got to be ready to receive it and they've got to be ready to start. And a lot of people aren't where you're at. That's what you got to understand. A lot of people aren't where you're at. So definitely you have a responsibility to sort of go and share. But make sure you're not investing. Alright, so they're sharing and supporting, but don't invest. The one thing that I've learned is investing in people is a bad investment. <laughs> Straight up. The only investment that you know is a sure thing is yourself. It is you. So to go and invest in other people's healing and and really um, put your everything into it, A, it's going to take time away from you and your healing, which we don't do that, and B, it's also going to um, put a strain on that relationship because if they're not moving at the rate you feel they should be or if they're not doing the steps but expecting good results and you're investing into them um, and they're not delivering what you think they should, it's going to start frustrating you. It's going to start pissing you off. Because when you start really looking inward and really gauging who you are, what you stand for, looking at all the good stuff, looking at all the ugly stuff, and finding some self-acceptance and acceptance of the life that you have had, um, working through relationships with people that are important to you and just navigating all these intricate spaces, right? When you've, when you've done that and then you're watching other people try and shortcut it, it fucks you off no end. It's like there is no quick fix to this. If you think there's a shortcut into healing, mm-mm, there is not. We know this. Anyone that's shortcutting this shit is just kidding themselves, all right? The one thing I've noticed is and I do see it with people, they they tell themselves they're doing the work. They tell everyone they're doing the work. They tell them, and I used to do this. I, I mean, pop, boiling kettle black and all that shit. I used to do this, right? People need to show you. They need to show you they're doing the work. They need to show you by seeing their growth. Seeing how they work through the world. And, and how they work through their pain and navigate new issues coming up. Because you will hear a lot of times people say, yep, I, I've been working on myself and I've been meditating and all of this and all of a sudden I'm all better. Anyone that's all better in a, in a week is full of shit. If you can tidy up any loose ends of your entire life in one week, mate, I'm calling it you're full of shit. 
this stuff takes a long time to work through. It's, a, it's taken a long time to get to this point. It's going to take a long time to come out of it, right? Anyone that's going to get competitive with you over the healing process, you want to move on because competitiveness and healing don't go together. This isn't a competition. This isn't a race. This is in your own time, at your own pace, always. Always. So you do sort of have this responsibility to help other people and I love helping other people. I'm totally open to it. But the second I realised you're kind of wasting my time and it's all lip service and you're not doing anything about it, I will drop you like a hot rock. Because my time and energy spent on you is taking it away from me and my kids and my husband. And that's not happening. We're not doing that here. Right. If I'm giving you my time and my energy, which is very, very precious to me, is because you are invested in yourself more than I am. So make sure when you're investing in people, they're a good investment because most aren't. And it's not that they're bad people and it's not that you don't like them. It's that if anyone expects you to be more invested in their healing and in their life, then they're not invested at all. They're expecting you to go in there with your magic fucking wand or whatever they think you've got and fix their whole life. Boom, poof, all better. There is no wand. There is no pill, there is no magic, anything. This is hard work. It's like walking into a job and saying, hey man, I need to earn $1,500 a week. Um, I see you're earning $1,500 a week, so if you could just handball me that shit, that'd be great, and I can just move on with my life. No, bro, you have to do the work. We're not playing here. Alright? So, I am huge at helping people. I love it. But the second I realise that people aren't doing the work um, or investing in themselves, I will step back without hesitation. I have a lot of people come to me and say, my fucking life is this or my fucking life is that, and and they'll go off, (laughs) okay, on this angry, ranty tangent. And I I know the rant and I know the rage because I've been there. And you identify it. When you start healing and you start really working on yourself and making that real core effort to not be this angry, ragey person, you become this person that allows emotions to shake you, that you allow yourself to feel emotions as opposed to being angry and feel pain and feel hurt as opposed to being angry. You see it in other people. It's like if you were to go out and, and buy a red Honda Civic, all of a sudden your awareness to that car is heightened so you're going to see Honda Civics everywhere or red cars everywhere. It's the same. When you recognise anger in yourself and rage and start working on it, you're going to start noticing a lot of other people around you that have that same trait that are very angry. Don't go calling people on their bullshit. It is not up to you to go, hey bro, you're really angry. Excuse me. It's not up to you to do that. But if you are close with someone and they come and they speak to you about certain issues, then when it's safe to do so and when you know it's a good time, definitely bring it up that you're noticing a bit of anger and a bit of rage and always let them know that you are coming from a space of understanding. You know because you've been there. All right? When I see that in a person... 
and they just start talking to me about their issues and they get very ragey and angry. I always try and move past the rage, you know, I'll have the conversation and try and move past the rage, but some people are so invested in their anger, and the second you see, and you will see it, you will see it, you see the real 150% commitment to their anger and rage, it makes you take a few steps back, it really does, and I really advise you to, people have to be ready, just because they're angry, it doesn't mean they're ready to walk away from that, some people become very addicted to the rage and very addicted to the anger. And they don't want to look beyond it. And A, it's not your job to create awareness in other people. B, it's not your job to stop people from being angry. You can guide them out of it when they're ready. You can be a source of of um, support. and that. But you cannot pull someone out of it. Ever. People have to be willing to do the work. But I will say my awareness is heightened, especially when I'm around angry people. And it makes me really sad because I know what that space feels like. It's such a frustrating space and you know you're being a little <laughs> crazy and you can't stop it. You just you just keep ranting and raving and getting angry and shitty and pissed off. This is not a space that I get judgmental in because I have been her. I have been that angry, raging bitch. I have been there. So I definitely don't put my own self in a space where I am judging people for lashing out and getting angry because the world can be a very ugly place. That's a fact. It can be a very, very ugly place. So it's not my job to sit there and pass judgment and create awareness. But when people come to me and they say to me things like, well, what do I do if I if I just want to smash this person in the head? It's like, well, first of all, what the fuck is that going to achieve? Because that's not them talking, that's their anger. It's like, well, well if you want to go smashing people in the head, no, I can't stop you. I'm going to tell you not to do it, because it's not going to achieve anything. I mean, it's going to feel good in the moment, but when you walk away and you get arrested because you've assaulted someone, it's just not going to feel great, you know? Um... And I get hit with these questions a lot, you know. Yeah, but, you know, you don't understand. First of all, I do understand. And another one I get is, I'm entitled to be angry. Fuck that, I'm entitled to be angry. I'm not saying you're enti- you're not entitled to be angry. I'm saying you have unpacked and moved in there. And that is not a pl- that's not serving anyone. Being angry at another human being for hurting you or wronging you as justifiable as it is, will be your undoing. If you stay in the space of anger and rage with other people, it will be the thing that destroys you ultimately. Because if you're quietly over here raging and being angry, they're living their life. Unaffected by your anger and rage. You're the only one that's affected here. You're the one that's flipping shit and losing control and screaming and yelling. If you want to ring these people and scream and yell, they're just going to hang up on you. No one's going to tolerate this shit. And you shouldn't either. If you are going through this healing space, you're in it, and people want to ring you and they want to rant and they want to rave with no resolve or no desire to come out of that rage space, they just want to rant, rave, scream, yell, and try and induce a reaction out of you that meets that rage 
hang up the phone, man. Like, we're done here. See you later. I don't have time for that shit anymore. I have no time for it. And if you've been their angry friend, they're going to come to you because they're going to think that, you know, you know what they're feeling. And it's not that you don't. And it's not that you can't relate. It's just not in alignment with what you're doing right now. It's funny because we look at intuition, right? And we look at um, different people we bring in and out of our lives over the years. And I remember um, there was a small group of us with friends, a very small group, and another girl came into that friend group and she came in with the other two girls. I actually didn't like this woman straight off the bat. She wasn't my jam whatsoever. And um, I made it perfectly clear to her that I didn't like her. I was pretty honest, you know. It actually got to the point where she was trying to ask me to look after her kid and do things for her, like pluck her eyebrows and shit. I was not interested. I was not having it. And honestly, I was trying everything to get her to realise that we were never going to be friends. I wasn't a fan. And um, she came to my house one day and asked me to watch her kid and I actually said it to her face. I said, I don't think you understand, hun. I, I don't actually like you. We are not friends. And I'm not looking after your kids so you can do whatever the fuck it is you want to do, right? And this enraged her. Like, she... Initially, she wasn't pissed off. Initially, she laughed. And I said, I'm, I'm actually dead serious. And she got really pissed off. And it became quite an issue that I'd said this to her, right? First of all, it was true. Second of all, was it necessary to say it like that? Probably not. But I'd been trying to say it every other way and it wasn't getting through. And I was just, I just felt fake. I just felt really fake trying to, you know, pretend. Anyway, I followed my gut with this girl and I refused to connect with her on any emotional level because she was just, she was just so not my cup of tea, this woman. And um, I couldn't relate to her. I found her very immature. And she just, look, I'm going to say this. There's probably nothing wrong with her. <clears throat> Her and I just weren't the same people, and that's okay. That is okay. You're not going to like everybody. And I remember when all this shit went down with her and my other two friends kind of took a big step back. And um, I said to them, I told you, I wasn't a fan. And this girl had been through a lot. She'd, she'd been through a lot, and she liked to tell everyone how much she'd been through. And it created a lot of anger in the group that she had um, come in and kind of, she had stirred trouble in the group. She definitely stirred some trouble in the group. And it wasn't intentional, actually. It really wasn't. But I don't think it was helping that I wasn't connecting with her on any level. And I don't do well with people that have no self-awareness and people that have high expectations of me. Don't ever have high expectations of me because I'll never meet them. I'm, that's a promise. I will never be that person that you think I should be. <clears throat> Not by a long shot. I was able to be in her company and hang around with her with the other girls and disconnect from her and not get angry and pissed off and ragey um, and, and not invest in her. They did and they got pretty, pretty hurt by her. They, you know, it turned out to be a really bad investment for them. Which, hey, they've got big hearts and they just are a lot, you know, very open-minded women. For myself, it's not even about, like, 
when you're angry, you become very guarded, right? And this is happening when I was in a really angry space. When you're angry, you become very guarded of your feelings. You can become very guarded of who's in your inner circle and you don't need anyone close. I wasn't not letting her in and not letting her close because of my anger. I was really trusting my gut here. She just, there was just something about her and I trusted that and it didn't lead me astray. And I followed that feeling my whole life. If I don't, if my if my gut's saying don't do this, don't go near this one, I I don't go near them. Like I I will I will avoid you. I'll stay away from you. The one thing I've noticed though with a few people that are in my world is that they get really angry because they do allow these people into their lives. They don't follow the trust the intuition, and to be the better person or be the you know the bigger person, they allow these people to stay in their lives, right? This creates a lot of unnecessary anger because you're getting pissed off, you're getting frustrated because this person's in your world and you don't even fucking like them, but you're tolerating them and you don't know how to get rid of them. So then you become angry at them, you become angry at yourself, you become angry with the people that introduced you to this person and shit just gets crazy. And this is just another layer of anger and rage sitting on top of all the other anger and rage you've got. And then... Ultimately, what happens is you fucking explode, right? This person crosses a line with you and you fucking explode. Or you've got friends that have people like this in their world that piss them off and then you start getting pissed off with them because they're hurting your friends or upsetting your friends and then someone explodes. Everything eventually comes out in the wash. That's That's just how it's going to be. I really have learned over the years that if you are going to invest in someone, make sure they're worth your fucking time. Don't don't play. We're not playing here. Your time is super precious. So make sure that you're investing in people that are worth your time. And anyone that you feel straight off the bat with that gut feeling is not worth your time. And it's not even if they're not worth your time. You're just not gelling with them. They're just not your kind of people. They're not your people. Step back, don't invest, you don't have to, you're not obliged. We spend all this time trying to be better people and be kind. But being kind and being a good person doesn't require you to have fuckwits in your life. And then get all angry and pissed off with yourself and all angry and pissed off with them. You let them in. You don't get to be mad at them. Be mad at yourself. But why even get to that point? Why get to that point? Just cut them off. Cut them off at the knees, man. The second they come in and you get that gut feeling, you're like, nah, we're not going to get along, you and I. Move on. Don't don't be that warm, welcoming person. Be that person that just kind of keeps moving, keeps walking, keeps, keeps away. We're trying to avoid more anger and rage getting in. And having the wrong people in your life can definitely drag it in. Definitely drag it in. You, you don't want that. How much of this shit is self-inflicted? Most of it. I know for me, heaps of it. I've had to tolerate some people that I cannot stand for business purposes. And now I'm just like, fuck that. I don't like you. (laughs) You don't like me. Let's stop pretending. Move on. I I can't do it anymore. I'm too tired. I'm too old. And I can't deal with allowing anger back into my life. I, I can't do that. And I have followed my gut over the years, and it has not led me wrong. 
It really hasn't. There's been a lot of people that are in my world and still is a lot of people in my world that are angry and that's that's for them to navigate. I'm here as a support. I'm here to tell you I love you. I'm here to tell you you've got this. And I'm here to hold your hand when you break down and cry instead of rage out. But I can't fix your shit for you, man. I have real issue with people coming into my life saying, fix my life. I'm going to do fuck all of anything to, to, to help you, but you're going to just magically come in and fix my life. I'm here to support you, and I will share what I know, and I will share what I've learned. But I can't fix your shit, man. The sooner you figure that out, the better. The better it is for me, the better it is for you, the better it is for the world. Respect the work that you've done. Respect how much work it has taken for you to get into the space where you are not raging every minute of every day. It's hard. It's really, really hard. I've struggled with it for a long time. And don't get me wrong, I still get annoyed, sometimes get a bit angry with my husband and pissed off like... Who doesn't, right? They're not, if only they were perfect, if only they were all perfect, that would make my life so much easier. Oh my God, whatever. Does that make me an angry person? No, it just makes me a wife that sometimes gets sick and tired of everyone else's shit. <laughs> and a mother. I'm not saying omit anger from your life altogether, omit anger that's not serving you. You know, we, and like I said, I don't even think I get angry anymore. I think I just get frustrated and pissed off, but I don't get full-blown rage-out angry. And when I do, on the rare occasion, if you ask my if you ask my teenager at the moment, he'd probably beg to differ. And I will say, I did flip out at him recently, but, you know, I think I was exhausted and frustrated and just had enough of trying to get the message through to him every other way so it kind of got a bit ugly there for a moment but it is what it is and I wasn't vibing him and I weren't vibing that day we were not on the same vibe that day let me tell you and <laughs> and we both felt it I will say that but just remember you you're doing all this work and it is going to attract people that want to be where you're at you know they want to be where you're at. It's like working your way into being a marathon runner and spending all that time training, eating well, hydrating and, you know, all that care into your body and all that work that you've got to do to become this marathon runner and then a mate rock up on your doorstep and say, hey bro, I want to run a marathon too. So I've got some shoes and a bottle of water, let's go, and I'm going to magically have you have me as fit as you you are in five minutes or in this one day. No, man, it doesn't work that way. You can't take a friend out and have them, after 12 months of training to run a marathon, have them to your level straight away in one day. And it, honestly, it doesn't matter what level everyone's at, we're not judging that. As long as you are trying every single day. Who cares? The competition's with yourself. It's with no one else. It's not a race. Some people heal quicker than others. Some people don't have as much junk. Some people have more. But definitely, I do encourage you to hold someone's hand through the process. 
But the second they're showing you that they're not trying, the second they are showing you that they're not invested like you are, fucking let go. Let go of their hand. Keep moving. You only have a certain amount of energy every single day. Don't waste it now on bullshit. Don't go giving your energy away. It is a resource that you need for survival. It is a resource that your your family needs you to have. Don't don't go throwing that away. Like you got plenty to give. You don't. Healing is exhausting. It is incredibly exhausting. And it's a hell of a process. And if you're going to sit there and you're going to invest in yourself and, and you're going to be there holding the hands of others as they walk this path because you've inspired them, mate, let go the hand of anyone that is expecting you to do it for them. You can't make people not be angry. You can encourage it. You can show them a better way. But ultimately, you can't change anyone. You know, you can't make them hurry along the journey. It's like I was saying, look, I've learned so much in this journey and that I've had to take predominantly on my own. Um, picking up all these different tools along the way and that, that I wanted to put stuff out there so it would be a bit of a guide for others to have some, some you know, tools, I suppose, and an easier ride out of anger and out of rage. But I can't make you, I can't make you do anything. And the reality is, it comes down to you and how much work you're putting in and what resonates and what doesn't. I can't make the world a an less angry place unless people want to participate and make themselves less angry people. And I, like I said, a lot of people will fool you and tell you, oh, yep, no, I'm doing this and I'm all healed and I've done that and I'm ready. And, you know, if they're achieving this shit in three days or one week, I would definitely start sitting there going, yeah, but did you? Have you? Because I'm not really, like, seeing how all that is done in a week. <laughs> You're going to undo 30 years of trauma in one week. Congratulations, Susan. It doesn't work that way, you know? <laughs> and if your name is Susan, please don't be offended. But that's the thing. It's like, if you think you can do this in five minutes, cool. It's not your job to correct them. It's not your job to put them back on the path. People have to come to you. Don't go out there trying to save the fucking world. People have to come to you. If they want help, you don't get to go and impose your shit on other people. The one thing I've noticed is the more I'm around angry people, the more I take those 10 steps back. I cannot cope. I don't like being around that anger. And I don't like being around it because I can feel it. Like the vibrational level, I think I feel it as unreal because I can relate. I know what that feels like. And I know it's just a massive form of self-sabotage. It's like, it's it's just a shit feeling and I can't handle it. And I will avoid people that are angry as people avoided me. And if you've been out there raging and been an angry person, then yeah, people are avoiding you too. Why wouldn't they? If people come to me and say, 
how the fuck did you do that? I'll tell them. The first thing that comes out of my mouth is say, this is one of the hardest things you'll ever do in your life. Is overcoming this shitty rage. And it is so much work. It is so much work. And if they get deflated in that first sentence, I'm like, well, you're not ready. And and half the time, all it is is they're just not ready. It's just not time right now. That's cool. doesn't have to be time right now. I'm here in six months, ten months, you know. But the longer you stay angry, the less happy you're going to be. And like I said on one of the other podcasts, not everyone's going to ever be ready. And that's okay. There are going to people that be people that are never ready to change the goal is always yourself first you first you are what matters to you because you are the only person with you 100% of the time I always make sure that I'm good first before I help anyone else because I'm no good to anyone a mess and I prioritise myself because I'm fucking important I am important to me, always. Call me selfish, call me an arsehole, call me whatever you want. But I am actually important to me more than your shit is important to me. Your shit's shit's nothing on my radar. It's not on my radar, A, because it's none of my business, and B, because it's not my fucking problem. I will be here to support you and, and, and hold your hand through hard shit, but it will never trump mine. Never. Because I spent a lifetime doing that and it made me an angry bitch. So we're not going back to her because she's pretty rough. She's not fun. (laughs) She is really not someone you want to be around. So it's really awesome on this journey to get that recognition where people notice. They're like, wow, you're just so much happier. You know, you look so much more peaceful you just look more relaxed, you're more chill. That, that's amazing to get that recognition, to know that people are noticing the amount of work you're putting in. And I love it. I'd be, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Of course I love it. You know, that recognition's really important. And we should all strive to do better, always. And I'm always, like I said, there to help other people. But if you think you can come in and just do what I've done in five minutes and get the same recognition back from me, it's not going to happen. If you go and do it, you know, out there for the day and go to the beach and walk along the beach and all of a sudden, you know, for one day drinking your mocha latte and whatever the fuck you're drinking and listening to your music on your headphones, listening to maybe some vibrational music or meditation music and tell me after one day you're all better and you want the same pat on the back? Nope. That's not happening either. I'm not giving you that energy. You're fooling yourself. The key to healing is truth. It's been 150% honest with yourself and the role you're playing in your own destruction. The role you have played in others. The truth about what an amazing, incredible human being you are that is worthy of healing. As much as it is, sometimes you can be a real arsehole. Forgiving yourself for those moments. 
You can't tell me an angry person hasn't been an asshole to another person. And it's not been warranted. Oh my god, I've been an asshole to so many people and they didn't deserve it. That's not even funny. It's not funny. And I I'm not proud of that. But I fucking know I've done it. I know I have done it. I know for sure I've done it. And that's not cool. It's not cool at all. Some of it's been provoked and some of it unprovoked. But you've got to be able to get really real with yourself and real, really real. And recognise the anger in yourself and do something about it. Because it'll fucking eat you up and destroy you. And it'll eat up your friends and destroy them. So when people come to us and they say these things like, fuck, you're doing so amazing. I want to have a piece of that. I want to, you know, work on my healing and stuff. What do you say? The first thing I always say, like I said, is I let them know it's really hard. It's hard work. It's not easy. This is, this is a journey. It's a journey. It's going to take some time. And if they're on board from there, I'll say, well, what's going on? You know, if they say, oh, I think I'm angry, I always say, do you think you're angry or do you know you're angry? And do you know what you're angry about? Most of the time, people have no idea why they're angry. <laughs> they're just fucking mad and everything makes them angry. And that's, that's okay. That is okay. But I say to people, you know, you, you can just stop. You, you can stop being angry as a conscious thing. It's a conscious decision we make. No one's making you be angry, but you, you're the one sitting in this space. Choosing it. You're choosing the anger. No one's imposing it on you. And I just extend out my hand and I say, I'm here. I'm here for the hardship. I, I see it. I see you. And I'm here for the hardship. But I am not doing this for you. I can, I can love you through it. I can guide you through it. I can... I can be there holding space for you through this, but I cannot do it for you. I can't fix your shit. I can't fix your life. I can't make the anger go away. Only you can do that. And in that moment, you're really holding them accountable for their own healing. And you're creating a really beautiful boundary for your own. And to say, look, I have to focus on myself. I am here, but my priority is me. Just as your priority should be you. I don't expect to be anyone's priority. Like I expect to be my husband's priority. <laughs> but I don't expect to be anyone else's priority. My healing is my own. And I'm still in that healing space. I am healing. I am not healed. I am healing. And now I'm healing and sharing. And if you are in this space where you've just started and you're feeling really fragile and you're really, you know, wobbly on your feet with it, then say, I, I'm just learning this about myself. I'm just navigating this about myself. So I'm of no help to you right now. But when I've got a handle on my own shit, I'm happy to have a conversation with you. 
if that's where you're at, that's where you're at. That's your truth. Don't fuck around with that now. That is your truth. That is okay. If you are not in a position to help people, you are not in a position to help people. And that's all right. They can wait. Just say, it's great that you've realised you're angry and you want to change that. Right now, I can't be of assistance, but I love you. And I'll step back in when I can. They're there when you get get ready to step back in. They're there. If they're not, they're not. There's not much you can do. You, you can't control other people. So if you want to go in and start being that support person for your friends, which is awesome, just understand that humans can be a really bad investment. So make sure the humans you choose to invest in are as invested in themselves as you are. But more. They should be more invested in themselves than any investment you make into them. Or you're going to be disappointed. Your heart's going to get hurt. And you're going to feel it because you're not going to be angry. You're going to actually feel some disappointment. And for some, this might be the first time you start, you really feel this disappointment with this person. Because normally you just get pissed off and angry. And that's okay. It's okay. We will navigate that. You navigate that space in the moment, in real time. It is great to have the sense of responsibility to share with others, but your responsibility ends there. Sharing, supporting, loving, nurturing. All right, it, it ends there. Healing them and fixing them all up and removing all their rage and anger. Yeah, now that's not your job. That's not your responsibility. Sometimes people are angry for the dumbest fucking reasons, and that's not even actually the core reason why they're angry. They're angry because something traumatic happened to them years ago and they've got no control. I say, if you need professional help, mate, go and get that professional help. You know, you if they deserve, everyone deserves help and support. But from people that have got it to give. If you, are, if you aren't in that position to help, then you're not in a position to help. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. It is about you. This is this is the you show. I want you to say that to yourself. Fuck, this is what I want you to say to yourself. This is the me show. I am the priority. I am worth that. I am worth being my own priority. I can't heal people in this mess that I'm in. And, and it's not my responsibility. Because it's not your responsibility. Healers can't heal your entire life. You go to any healer, they they can't make you all better. You might go to a brain surgeon and they fix a brain, your brain, but you, you want to go and get your mind sorted, you have to see a whole other doctor, right? You have to go see a psych of some description. Both work in the same area of your body. Both do totally two totally different things, right? It's the same if you go to a Reiki healer. They're going to do a lot of work, soul work with you. But if you cut your foot off, they're of no fucking use. None. 
whatsoever. And one of my closest friends is a Reiki healer, and I'll tell you what, if I chop my foot off, she'd probably vomit. She's just not going to be able to help me. She's she's not even going to be able to ring the ambulance. She'll be vomiting in a bucket, losing their shit at me for chopping my own foot off. You can't heal everyone to the core. You can guide them into the right spaces. You can say, hey, you know, have you looked at Reiki? Hey, have you looked at a psych? Hey, have you looked at counselling? Hey, have you been to your doctor? Blah, 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 all that shit, right? Hey, have you looked in the mirror and asked yourself a really hard question? All of those things. Hey, have you started, decided to, you know, like, have you looked at working on yourself, trying some journaling, or whatever it is you want to refer them to? If they say no to everything, and you say, well, why don't you try, and they still say no, then, yeah, no, nah, I'd be taking a massive step back. If you haven't tried it, don't tell me it doesn't work for you. It's not for you, because you haven't tried it. And if you've only tried it one time and it's not for you, then you still really haven't tried it. It's all about helping people that are wanting to help themselves, you know, that are actively working to help themselves and make themselves better people and, you know, more peaceful and healthier, you know. That's what we want to do. We want to encourage and support and nurture that. But you're not a fucking doormat. You are not a doormat. Your energy reserves are only so big. Make sure the investment into the people you're get, you're you know you're putting into is a really good investment. And it's not that you don't love the others less. It's not that they're not worth your time. It's they're not ready. And that's what it comes down to. They're not ready. They may wanting to be ready and being ready are two very different things. And if people come in and they're wanting to be ready and that and you realise they're a bit of a shit investment of your time, don't get all pissed off and tell them to go away and leave your life. That's not what we're doing here. They're not ready and that's okay. The amount of people I know that aren't ready, that I still love and adore or, or care about or still kind of keep close, is crazy. Not everybody's you, not everybody's where you're at, and not everybody has to be for you to love them. But if you're going to invest into someone else's healing journey, make sure that their investment's bigger than yours. Because when you are on this healing journey, it requires 100% of you. They need to give 100% of themselves. Anything you give is, is just magic shit on the top. It's the sprinkles on the top. That 10% or 5% or 2% you give to that person in that healing space is, is the sprinkling on the top. It's not even the fucking cherry. It's just the couple of sprinkles that are sitting on the top there. That's what they get from you. Doused in love. When you turn around and you start saving people, what you're telling them is they can't do it themselves. Let me save you because I and what I'm gonna what you're subconsciously telling them, what you are quietly telling them is let me save you because I don't believe you can save yourself. First of all, focus on saving yourself first because that's your job. Second of all, you're not fucking Superman. You cannot go around saving people like that. Everyone has it built in them to save themselves. Everyone. 
it's just you have the ability to start this healing process and when I say healing self I'm also referring to getting help for yourself if you need additional professional support then that takes you to ring up and source those people and have them in your life and have them in your care plan if someone says god i really need a good counselor you can say here's the number of mine she's great if you've got one that's that's helping saying let me ring 16,000 counsellors till I find one for you that's that's saying well let me do it for you because you can't do it for yourself and I've done this, I've done this I wish I hadn't but I've done this <laughs> to other people and I didn't mean for them to think that I didn't believe they could do it themselves because they could I was over helping let me do this for you no business doing that I can't save anyone Great, what sort of counsel are you looking for? Okay, have you spoken to your doctor? Give them these conversations. Have you spoken to a doctor? Have you jumped on Google? Have you looked at their reviews? Don't do it for them. They can do it themselves. They really can. And they will if they are serious and want the help and want that healing and want to drop that rage space. So when you're out there, like I said changing the narrative of your life changing how you deal with situations and scenarios it does attract other people they want that they see the peace coming through from you you can't save people though it's actually really irresponsible you're taking away their ability to save their ability a to gather tools to save themselves, but B, you, you're you removing the confidence that they can do it on their own. They can. They can find their own counsellor, they can find their own mental health practitioner, they can find their own Reiki lady or their own sound therapy person or, or their own meditation class or yoga class or whatever it is that they're going for, they can do that. If it's a yoga class and they say, I found this great yoga class, do you want to come and you want to go to support them? Yeah, then go, because you're going to benefit from it. But never lose sight of the fact that you are the number one priority here. And if you don't have time for other people and their healing and their shit, that's okay. You don't have to. It's not your job. Your job is to be there. Be their friend and love them no matter what. That's your job. Your job is to work on yourself, make yourself a less angry person. Work on healing so that your friends have the best version of you. That is a massive gift to give your friends and family. The best version of you. So before you go out there, put your cape on, go flying high in the sky and saving all these people because you've got this newfound emotion and you've now not raging out and you're chilling out and you're gaining some control. It does not give you a free pass to call everybody else out on it. And it sure as shit doesn't mean you get to go and save the world. You can't. Don't take other people's power away. You don't get to do that. I 
and not everyone is ready when you are not everyone is ready on the same time frame and everyone navigates this space and this journey at their own speed their own speed so like I said over time you are going to attract other people that want to have that peace that you have and encourage them always encourage them this is share it share this share it up share the podcast share whatever share whatever's working for you share it how you're doing it may not resonate with them they might go fuck that i'm not doing that that's not what i'm about that's okay what are you about what will work for you? I'm not for everybody. And I'm totally okay with that. This is who I am. Love it or not. You don't have to stay. This is what I do. This is where I lead. You can have two totally different belief systems and still come together peacefully and happy and happy for one another. But if they're going off on a whole different road to get what they need to remove that rage... Observe, pay attention. Some of the shit they do might work for you. We're all about gathering tools for the toolbox to progress in our healing always. So don't be stubborn and not suss out what everyone else is doing or suss out what your friend's doing because fuck, that might be a key thing. You might have this massive epiphany doing this this one thing to protect your space protect others space by going you know what you've got this and not saving them and just do the best you can to just rock this world like rock it seriously so today we're going to go out there, we're going to have a fucking cracking day, we're going to have the best day ever because it is, it's here in Australia, it is spring and I, I love spring, it's, I love it and I hate it because everyone sneezes in my house and there's just snot everywhere, just fucking snot flies out of their face, it's on the fucking walls, it's on everything, constantly wiping shit down, it's gross, can't control that, well I can but you can't force antihistamines down people's throats, apparently it's fucking illegal, but anyway... <laughs> I do love spring. It is such a pretty time and the air smells really fragrant. I love how the air smells in summertime. It smells fragrant. Alright. Well, what I want you to do now is go out there and kill this day. Have the best fucking day ever. Stay focused and keep your eyes peeled. Stay aware. Stay aware of what's going on around you. What everyone else is doing around you, you know. Create that awareness and and understand that you are going to see this in people and that's okay but you are not superman you can cannot save everybody but you can save yourself and that's all that fucking matters so go out there kill your day and thank you so so much for joining me today you are with friend mcqueen she's a fucking vibe go out there have the best fucking day ever see you later bye